Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Wednesday, June 27th, 2018. Uh, This is our blended family segment for the day. Uh, Just for the next few moments, I want to talk about outlets. Outlets. It's a men's month at the blended family. Uh, And we've been having a wonderful time just talking about what men use as outlets, what they do as uh, outlets to deal with uh, things. And every outlet is not a bad thing. Outlets are a good thing. You just want to make sure that you know what to go to uh, and make sure that that outlet is a positive uh, outlet. I was taught and, uh, you know, shoot me in the foot, but I was taught that prayer is the best outlet. That's what I was taught as a child. If if you're dealing with pressure, just pray. So in a lot of cases, uh, even when, watch this, even when I'm doing stuff that I shouldn't be doing, and I know this is not the thing I should be doing, I'll pray in that place because I understand that's the way out. That's that's really the way. This Mm-mm, I gotta get I gotta get back to right thinking. Uh, so outlets, I was teaching a message, and this is something that's fresh, and uh, it's amazing the way that God will position you in a person's life for a critical uh, moment. And sometimes an outlet is not something that you would think it is. It's Friday night. This is recently. It's Friday night, and I'm, I'm preaching a message on mercy. I preach a message on mercy and I talk about uh, and this is how God has given it to me because this is my life's experience. Mercy is something that you don't uh, deserve uh, and that you can't pay for. So every time I go into the grocery store, uh, no matter how many times a week I go in, at some point, because you know I'm six foot five, uh, there's, a, there's a person that they're going to wave me down and I know exactly what that means. I know that that means I need you to grab something for me. And most times it's a it's a woman, it's a, you know, an older person or something like that. So uh, after Friday night uh, service, I got my mother with me. I got Gabe, uh, you know, getting ready to grab some things. And I go in the grocery store. I ask Gabe, I'm like, Gabe, come on in with me. He's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay in with Granny. I'm like, okay, you can stay in with Granny. I'll stay in the car with Granny. So I go into the grocery store, and uh, I'm in there for a while. I was only supposed to be in and out. So I got people waiting in the car, so I need to get out. So while I'm in there, Pestridge, what kept you in the store? All that time, it was about 30 minutes, kept me in the store. Uh, But I had just preached on uh, mercy is extending yourself and getting to a person something that they can't get to themselves so if it's a a can that's really high that's how mercy works Uh, you you reach and you pull it down and you get it to that person so that's what god does to us every day he gets us he gets mercy to us and he from heaven he gives us what we don't deserve because we can't earn it we can't pay for it Uh, it's just something that he wants to give to us. Watch this. And I can't demand it either. So uh, in this moment, outlets, in this moment, uh, 
I'm going down the aisle because I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a consecration and uh, I'm I'm looking for you know something healthy. I see the lean cuisines and you know I'm not eating beef. I'm not eating meat. I'm not eating sugar. I'm not eating fried food. Like Pastor, what are you eating? Not not a lot. Uh, I'm doing like lentil soup and stuff like that. Right now I'm just trying to uh, stay focused. Um, so with that in mind, outlets. There's this older guy. And I'm thinking he's like 60 or something like that because he looks really good. So I come into the uh, aisle and uh, he does a move like he's a basketball player, like he's doing a jump shot, like like he's trying to fake me. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah. I said, well, I said, I ain't going to block your shot today. And uh, in that moment, uh, he pulls his cart right up, right next to mine. And he just starts talking to me. I mean, when I say he starts talking to me, and he, he starts talking to me about, um, he was in he was in the military growing up. Uh, the first thing he said to me is that uh, he played basketball at uh, Tennessee uh, State uh, back in back in the '60s, and he was a he was a, a hoop star during that time in college, and uh, he was he was really fast. Uh, he even played uh, bat, even played football uh, as well. Uh, he talked to me that how he was in uh, the military. Uh, he talked to me about uh, how he raised his three children. And he said something that was very important. He said, uh, "I was only in the military for three years because my uh, my children. I didn't want to be away from my children, and I wanted to be in there." Lives. Uh, he talked about how he how he moved to Detroit, and uh, and when he was here, you know, uh, in 1967, he talked about he was giving me a lesson in history. Uh, he talked about the riots, and uh, how at that time he was a probation uh, officer in 1967, and he, he he began to give me information about um, how that whatever the national uh, standard was for conviction. Uh, that during that time, they were they were like uh, whatever the lowest standard was, they were like 75% above that, meaning that it wasn't just. He was working in a system that was unjust, and he, he said, I, I did that for seven years. He said, but man, he said, it, it, it ate me alive. You know, it. I was dealing with people, and and the standards was too high. He said, we put so many people in jail that shouldn't have been in jail and it just wasn't right and he's talking to me and i would i find out later he's 78 years old uh he don't look 78 he looks really well he got all his hair he got baseball cap on he's young he got all this kind of stuff so while he's engaging with me of course uh people are walking through the the aisle and they want to get other items and you know i'm just being mindful of him because at this age and stage in life uh he, he's talking to a complete, I don't know why he feels comfortable talking to me. There was a connection probably based on my height in basketball and he's had teammates his whole life. Uh, so he, and he's talked to people his whole life. So he's engaging with me, but he's 78 and he's still talking about this situation that's from way back in the, uh, in the day and how he just, he said, man, I just never felt right about some of that stuff. So uh, what I did was, watch this. He starts talking about he said, uh, I got out of that field and I became a teacher. 
He said, I, I've been teaching for like 40 years. I said, what do you teach? He said, well, I taught physical uh, training and I taught health and economics. He said, uh, and I you know, I taught my sons. Uh, I was the basketball coaches for one of them for one year. And uh, I taught them discipline because I was in the military. And he said, I ran my uh, classes like a well-oiled uh, machine. And he said, I talked to my kids about choices. I talked to my kids about uh, making sure that you put yourself in your best position, that you listen, that you obey the laws of uh, the land. And he said, I always wanted to make sure that I said that to him. And he said, you know, I went back to school. He said, I got my master's degree. I mean, he's just he's just saying all this kind of stuff. Uh, it's very important uh, that in the best way we can, uh, we, we can't walk out our faith in trying to uh, do everything right. But we can practice what we preach through our patience. Uh, I preached a good message that night. Uh, but now I was having to walk that out. Uh, I, I was an outlet for him. I was an outlet for him. And sometimes as men get uh, older, uh, and this will help us, uh, it's very important because I learned this lesson. Watch this, because my father was vulnerable. See, as you get older, you're vulnerable. As you get older, you're, you're not as strong as you used to be, so on and so forth. Uh, but... I would just listen to my dad. I, I, I listen to older people. And this man is somebody's father. He's somebody's grandfather. Uh, and he talked about that. And I just engaged him. And I just let him talk to me. Watch this. I got a book that's coming out in just a few uh, days. Uh, July 14th, 2018. It covered him sweets and south. I got a book coming out. And I'm talking to him. And then as I'm engaging him and listening to his story, he says, yeah, and in 2005, I wrote a book. Yeah, it's a book about strategies, and it's a book about uh, family, and it's a book, book about economics. and uh, It's a book about, he said, because uh, he talks about the dynamic of his family, that his you know, his father is is black, but his mother was white, and different things like that. You know, so he's, he's mixed, and all this kind of stuff. And he has a beautiful mind. He, this man is sharp, very sharp. And then he takes me to the website, I can see his book is on Amazon. Uh, I tell him, I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy your book. I'm definitely going to buy your book. Uh, and then he says to me, outlets. 78 years old, outlets. He says, uh, yeah, he said, well, tonight, he said, uh, he said, I just had, he said, I'm coming from choir rehearsal. Uh, and then I get a chance to tell him in that moment, like, hey, I'm coming from church. I'm coming from church. I just got finished. Uh, preaching. I said, I just got finished preaching and ministering and stuff like that. And he tells him where his church is. His church is literally right around the corner from my uh, church. And we're just having a wonderful dialogue. He's like, well, God is good. I'm like, absolutely. God is good all the time. God is good. And uh, we're, we're having this wonderful dialogue. And uh, I'm just blessed by being, him sharing it. Uh, I get to figure out and I, I learn something new uh, about it. And he tells me about his approach. And he said, you know, because when I was writing my my, you know, my book, he, he said, you know, I was busy, he said, but I just took the time and, you know, and, and I just gave myself uh, to it. Uh, he said, I took classes and this and that, and I'm learning from him. He said, you know, he said, I know a publisher, uh, this and that, this and that. So he's all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, I wait until he gets finished. And I'm like, uh, I hand him, you know, my business card. I'm like, 
I got a book that's coming out on uh, July uh, 14th. Uh, and he's like, wow, he's like, congratulations. And we just, we, we, we've just made a connection. Uh, see, he was walking around in the grocery store and he was looking for something, uh, but it wasn't food. Uh, hey, that was, sometimes people are in environments and their outlet is just, I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to engage with a person. Uh, there, there, there are people across this nation that they remember a time where you could just talk to people. You could just engage with people. And sometimes for men, as they get older, the outlet is just, I want to know that somebody's there to listen. I'm, I want to know that somebody's there to hear what I got to say. Watch this. Not only was having good relationships, interacting, because he had a wonderful personality. At 78 years old, he was teaching me, Pastor Richard, as you get older, if you ain't the pastor, if you ain't the, the poo if you ain't the the, the, the diocese, and if, you, if you're not the one with the mic, find a place to serve. Find a place to serve. He said, uh, my church, he said, uh, this week, he was excited. See, he's been given to something all his life. He's been given to tasks. He's been in the military. He's he, he been teaching. He, he didn't coach basketball. He's been given to tasks his whole life and given to service and being a part of something that was bigger than him. He says, you know, my pastor is the, is the reverend this and that. He said, you know, I want you to meet him. And all this guy, he said, I'm one of the head deacons. And we're just having a conversation, uh, having a conversation. I want you to meet him. And he said, I got your card and, you know, we'll connect. And whether we connect or not, it was just a great uh, interaction and a great uh, time. But he was excited. He said, I'm singing in the choir. He said, we going out Sunday and we get, ready, we get to sing at a visiting church. This, he has such energy about his service. One of, one of the greatest outlets is your service in the house of the Lord. David said, he says, I had rather been a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Your service in the house of the Lord, being a being an usher, that's an outlet. Being a nurse, that's an outlet. Watch this, being a, a tutor, being a person who, who helps people with their math, being a swim instructor, that's, that is an outlet. Your, your outlet, your recreation can be about building an environment. Your recreation, your outlet can be something positive. This older man was teaching me, Pastor Richie, you're on the right path. I go to church a lot and all this kind of stuff, but when I am over, it's an outlet. When I'm overwhelmed, Psalm 61 2, I go to a rock that is higher than I. If you got a man in your life and you're trying to figure out why is he going to this? Why is he going? There's something in that environment that's communicating to him. There's there's something about drinking that that, that, that that speaks comfort. There's something about smoke. There's something about what he does that gives him uh, a sense of solace and peace. But today I want to encourage you that there is a peace that passive all understand. How do you get this peace? Lord Jesus, I don't know how to deal with what I'm dealing with. I don't know how to deal with some of the choices that I've made like this man, I've I've exacted judgment on people and I don't know how to deal with it, but I'm going to find a way to serve. I'm going to find a way to 
Use my life purposeful. See, sometimes people drink, they smoke, they, sometimes it's casual, sometimes it's, it's just social, but sometimes it's because of prior choices and decisions that were made. Outlets have a lot to do with disappointment. Outlets have a lot to do, but just because you're disappointed like this older man in a particular area, he made a decision that the rest of his life he was going to build environments. He was going to be there for his family. He was going to be there in the military. He was going to be there uh, for those children in school, his own children. He was gonna be, now he's being there for an environment. He's, it's all about community. See, outlet represents community for people. So in his presence, when you pray, God will give you a peace within. And now you can be constructive with your outlets. I want you to stay connected to us. Uh, the Blended Family, Empowering the Blended Family. We do skits, role plays, statistics, all that kind of stuff. It is a wonderful time for your voice to be heard. Wonderful time. Wonderful time. All kinds of laughs and stuff like that. Meet us out. 7 p.m. every Wednesday. It's 7714 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan, 48204. I want you to stay connected to me on all my social media uh, outlets. Pastor Richard, you didn't tell me what happened. You had your mother and them sitting in the car the whole time. Yeah. When I got finished, I went back in. I told, uh, gave my mother, I said, uh, everything uh, <laughs> I just preached about, I had to walk it out. I had to be, I had to be his outlet. I had to, had to show mercy. I had to, had to give him uh, some time. And like, yeah, he was in there for a while. So we laughed and we joked. But, as you progress out through your week, and today's Wednesday, it's hump day. I want you to say this with me. Life, you're not my enemy, but life, you are my friend. You can stay connected to me by going to my website at richiepatterson.com or you can get my app. I'm really excited about that. It has everything in your hand in one place. Text the word yes to 248-372-9500. I'll see you in the link. Add it to your homepage and you are home free. My new book is coming out in just a few days, just a few weeks. It's entitled, This is the Kindness. All this kind of stuff is in uh, the book, How I Engage with My Father, uh, Forgiveness, all this kind of stuff, Family Conflict Resolution. It's a wonderful uh, read. It's not just a book. It's a single, it's a CD single release. It's a, called The Kindness Project. It's going to be available on all digital outlets, but it's going to be released first on my website at richiepatterson.com. Uh, no matter what you do today. I want you to keep it kind. Despite the evil ways, the things that people say, no matter, I'm still encouraged that this is the kindness.